How does one frame a masterpiece? If it's a painting, some wood and gold leaf will do. But what about a masterpiece of the edible variety? Like boar's head oven gold turkey. Crafted from a family recipe, seasoned with savory spices and then slow roasted until it's fork tender and brimming with flavor. So, what could frame such a masterpiece? Perhaps a little bread would do. Boar's head. Compromise elsewhere. The Leslie Marshall Show, the only true democracy in talk radio, of, for, and by you, the people. Live nationwide and streaming live at LeslieMarshallShow.com. Call in with your thoughts at 888-6-LESLIE. Here to set you free. Happy Hump Day. I'm Leslie Marshall. Welcome or welcome back. Only True Democracy in talk radio of four and by you, the people. Hey, we're live on the radio nationwide, streaming live worldwide on the World Wide Web. Check it out, LeslieMarshallShow.com forward slash stream. And keep in mind, we stream live when we broadcast live. Well, in this hour, just you, just me. Your opinions, your comments, your questions, your concerns. Pick up the phone and join me, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543. That's to call. And to tweet me, follow me on Twitter. We'll incorporate your tweets throughout the hour at Leslie Marshall to uh, tweet us there. And like I said, I'll incorporate those tweets. Uh, before we get started, I do want to let you know that Geico has been saving people money for over 75 years. I live in Los Angeles, California, and I've shared that with you. And something happened here in Los Angeles. As a national and international talk show host, I usually don't talk about an issue that is in the city that I live or even the state that I live, unless it's something that's relevant to all of you, whether you live in the state of California, whether you live in or near Los Angeles or not. And something has happened in Los Angeles where all eyes are on this city now to see what happens as a result of a huge and monumental decision in the city of angels. It's got the attention of not just other cities in California, but cities and states nationwide. Los Angeles is the second largest city in the United States. And less than 24 hours ago, they voted to increase in the city of Los Angeles, specifically in the city to increase its minimum wage from $9 an hour to $15 an hour. Now, this isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to take about five years. And, you know, some people who are critical of this cite that as one of the cons. This is, most people are saying, in labor and those who are pro-increasing minimum wage, Perhaps the most significant victory, not just for the labor groups and not just for their allies, but for workers in these industries. There is not just a push in Los Angeles or in California, but nationwide, as you know, to raise the minimum wage. And this was a hell of a vote. The city council in Los Angeles passed this 
14 to 1. Now, where do I stand on this? Let me tell you. First of all, I favor increasing the minimum wage. It's more than overdue. I think it's great what we're doing in the city of Los Angeles, except there's one little problem. The restaurant industry, tipping, is is not considered uh, separate or a part of it. It is not addressed specifically enough in this legislation. And here's what's going to happen. Some are saying, I don't know, because remember, we I don't have a crystal ball any more than anyone else does, but restaurant industry owners are saying they're going to have to increase their menu prices greatly because, get this, they're going to pay their wait staff. They're going to pay their workers $15 an hour. But let's take the wait staff that, that, that work with you and I, that come and wait on us, that, that bring us our food, okay? Or that bartender that, you know, serves us our drink at the bar while we're waiting for a table. They're going to be paid $15 an hour. But we habitually tip. Now, I'm a 20 or 20, 20% or higher tipper, okay? But some people still tip 15% or 16 get out their calculator, 18, 20, or whatever it is. And so on top of the $15 an hour, because many people in Los Angeles either, you know, won't know they're making 15, will forget, or just because it's been a habit to tip for so long, will tip on top of this. Okay? So what happens is the restaurant owners are saying, look, tipping is a huge part of the pay for our staff. We're going to be paying them $15 an hour plus tips. Well, we're going to we're going to lose a lot of our staff because they're going to go now to higher end restaurants, right, to get the bigger tips because they can get those on top of the 15. There was nothing in the legislation including that. We're going to have to increase the prices of our food and some of these businesses will shut down. Uh but, you know, I I think that should have been addressed. Other than that, it's awesome. Other than that in this specific legislation in the city of Los Angeles, it is it is awesome. But here's another problem. an hour is not enough to live on in the city of Los Angeles. And some critics of this type of legislation, that's what they say. That if you're making 8 bucks an hour, 10 bucks an hour, 12 bucks an hour, 15 bucks an hour, and you're living in a city like a Los Angeles, a San Francisco, a Washington, D.C., a New York, it's still not enough to live on. But let's look at what happened here. The city council, like I said, passing it in a vote of 14 to 1. We have people not just in Los Angeles and not just in the state of California, not just in blue states and on the left coast. We have people nationwide, workers nationwide, that are rallying for higher wages. There are several large companies, hats off to Facebook and Walmart, by the way, that have moved to raise their lowest wage positions already. And there are cities in California like San Francisco and Oakland and outside like Chicago and Seattle that have already approved increases within their city limits. Now, last year, dozens, dozens more cities in 2014 were considering this. A number of Republican-leaning states are doing the same thing. Alaska, South Dakota, they raised their state-level minimum wages by ballot initiative. Now, the effect is what economists look at. The effect is what other cities look at. And certainly the effect is what people are wondering what is going to be the effect in Los Angeles. Now, of course, it's going to be particularly strong. According to some estimates, almost half of the workforce of the city of Los Angeles earns right now less than $15 an hour. 
Now, this minimum wage is going to rise from $9 to $15. It's going to be over a five-year period. But some people say that long, that long ramp up to that 15 will negatively affect the impact that many were hoping would be a more immediate benefit. Now, there are people that worry, people that worry that they're going to make more money, but that somebody at $15 an hour has more experience for, than they do is going to come in and get a job that used to pay nine. But some employers are looking forward to that because they think they're going to get a stronger, more experienced, more, you know, perhaps educated and higher skilled workforce, which quite frankly, some say screws the very people that needed the increase to begin with. So, you know, there are valid arguments on, you know, both sides of this issue. But I think the best argument of all in favor of this, and I do favor this, is that in cities like Los Angeles that are so expensive to live in and where there is not lower income housing being built, quite the opposite in a newer city like Los Angeles. Very, very, very expensive, very expensive housing. I'll give you an example. My mom lives in a suburb of Boston, Massachusetts. My parents built their house when I was a kid, I think for $20,000. My uncle built it on a piece of land my grandfather owned and sold my dad for a buck, okay? And my mom's house is now valued at, and I don't know because the market's gone up, it's gone down. So let's say between two hundred and fifty dollars and $300,000. Let's just say two seventy-five, $275,000, just a three-bedroom ranch, okay? That same exact house in Los Angeles would be three times that. Just to buy a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half-bath house is going to cost you between half a million and a million dollars in Los Angeles and in most of Southern California, quite frankly. Very, very expensive. And rents, very expensive. Uh, You have to remember, even though New York rents might be higher we don't have as con- we don't have a sophisticated and as far reaching a public transportation system so there are people out there that seriously take three buses and walk a mile to work every day who are making 9 dollars an hour now michael Reich is an economist at the university of california berkeley and he said quote the effects will be the biggest by far and he's saying the biggest of any city that's raising their wage There were several studies conducted on the potential effects of a minimum wage increase in Los Angeles, okay? But this particular proposal in Los Angeles is different than San Francisco, Seattle, Chicago, and other cities. It's because of the way the wages are are brought up. And by the way, this wage increase hasn't been seen since the 1960s. Now, a lot of people say this is the new norm. Okay, when you have the second largest city in the United States doing this and such an increase from 9 to 15, even though it's over a five-year period, um, this is the new norm. But, and this is the new norm, especially in cities like a Chicago or San Francisco that have high-cost housing. Some people say raising 9 to 15 isn't going to help unless you lower the price of housing or have more lower-income housing built. What they do in the U.K. is every time you build a building, a certain percentage has to be for lower-income people. But people throughout this city of Los Angeles, not the state of California and the United States, that have really pressed for the higher minimum wage say that this decision yesterday in Los Angeles, this vote 
of almost unanimous, except for one, 14 to 1, by the city council, could set off a wave of increases across the southern portion of California, across the entire state, or even across the nation. Now, what does a higher pay scale do? Obviously, this improves the way of life for the worker in this low-wage workforce. And it opens up that workforce to some other people who may not have considered a $9 an hour job, but might look at a $15 an hour job. And of course, this move in Los Angeles and every other city is by those who favor it, a hope that there will be a chain reaction, that this will reverberate nationally. Now, in the state of New York, Governor Cuomo actually convened a state board to consider a wage increase in the local fast food industry in New York. And that, by the way, could be enacted without a vote in the state legislature of New York. And immediately after that vote yesterday, the pressure was on Governor Cuomo. Okay, that began to build on him. And by the way, he's under the gun. Because if he rejects any increase that falls short of $15 an hour, New Yorkers point west to Los Angeles. Okay, so what does L.A. do? L.A. not only increases the money from 9 to $15 an hour for their workers, gives hope to other cities in California and nationwide, and sets the bar at a new $15 per hour standard because of the size of Los Angeles, because of the cost of living, and because of the number of, of, of low or lower wage workers, the percentage of the population in the city of Los Angeles that are lower wage workers. And once again, a progressive city in a progressive state has passed a very progressive economic measure in the city of Los Angeles in the state of California. So right now, there's an exclamation point, underlined, bold, big letter, dark red, around the $15 an hour number. That seems to be where the wage board uh, will end up. By the way, in New York, current minimum wage, $8.75 an hour. The federal is $7.25. Uh, at the end of 2015, New York is going to raise to nine. A little more than a third of the workers uh, in the city uh, of New York and throughout that state now make below $15 an hour. Um, so we're talking thousands of workers, thousands of workers that are going to be affected. And now Los Angeles County, because remember Los Angeles is a city, but Los Angeles is also a county. There's the city, and then there's the county. In Los Angeles County, you can drive for over an hour and you're still in LA County. Now, the county, considering a measure that would lift the wages of the thousands of workers in unincorporated parts of uh, the county. Um, you know, th th there's so much to talk about with this. I think this is not just a victory for workers. I think this is a victory for the economy, not just of Los Angeles, of California, but of our nation. And I do think it will have a domino effect. So what do you think of this? What do you think of this minimum wage increase from 9 to $15 an hour in the city of Los Angeles? It doesn't matter whether you live here or not. I want to hear whether you favor or oppose a minimum wage increase. What's good about 9 to $15 an hour? What are the pros? What are the cons? What do you think of this minimum wage increase? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, when you look at the fact that corporate profits have risen about 20 times faster than workers' income since 2000, 2008. What? Isn't this overdue? I mean, isn't this just a small way 
to help level the playing field? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. We know that CEOs earn 331 times as much as average workers. 774 times as much as somebody with a minimum wage earner. What? Don't CEOs have no room to complain at all about this increase because they've got enough room in their bank accounts to write the check. 8886 Leslie, 8886537543. And will this move also have the effect of raising wages for those who currently make more than the minimum wage? If not, is it a slap in the face, listen, to see a high school student working at McDonald's getting the same amount as a college graduate in middle management? 8886 Leslie, 8886537543 uh, is the number. I kid you not, I know somebody graduated with an engineering degree. He's starting off at 60000 a year. Buddy of mine at the UPS store just got a job as an air traffic controller starting off at 60000 a year. No college degree. I'm Leslie Marshall. Pick up the phone and join me. We'll be back with you right after this. 8886-LESLIE. Call me now. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of truth. The Leslie Marshall Show. Give her a call now at 8886-LESLIE. Marshall, some people are saying an increase in the minimum wage as they increased yesterday. Los Angeles voting by a, a vote of 14 to 1 to lift its minimum wage to $15 per hour. This will take five years. And some say an increase in the minimum wage will lead to less skilled laborers in the workforce. Some say actually quite the opposite. What do you say? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, let's go to uh, the calls and uh, let's see who's up first. Is Abdul in Indianapolis on line five. Hey, Abdul, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Leslie. How are you? I always enjoy listening to your program when I can. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the raise of minimum wage, uh, 15 bucks an hour, this is a bad idea. Uh, because one of three things are going to happen for the employer. They're going to have to raise their prices, cut back on staff to cover their costs, or reduce their own take-home pay and profits uh, to cover the cost of their new employees. Uh, I've always been a firm believer that the best way you know, to get those, low, those low-paid workers a better salary is to give them a better skill set. Here in Indiana, on any given day of the week, we have tens of thousands of jobs that go unfilled because people don't have the, the post-secondary education to get the, the higher paying jobs and so raising them right right no 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 that that's true silicon valley has a, a number of openings but when you're talking about um these type of lower wage positions hold, hold the abdul can you hang on with me we're gonna take a break and come right back to you is that okay well okay great we'll be back sure he did mark mark was he said yeah sure he did <laughs> i'm joking i'm leslie marshall when we put you on hold you will say whatever we say you say right we'll be back after this don't go away
Julie Marshall talking about Los Angeles' decision yesterday to increase the minimum wage from 9 to $15 an hour. We were talking uh, with you, and if you want to join us, 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Uh, back to Abdul in Indianapolis, Line 5. Abdul, thank you for holding, and welcome back. Now, you think the minimum wage increase is a bad idea. Um, you think that we need to give people skills. Why can't we do both? Because I don't think there's a lot of education and skill required to flip burgers at McDonald's, and I'm not putting that down. That was my very first job. It was working at a McDonald's, so I know from whence I speak, I've done it. Yeah, uh, my first job, uh, while I was in college, I worked in the school's computer lab, so I had to have a little bit of a skill set. When I was home for the summer, I worked you know, at a local gas station. As long as you showed up and could count and you know, didn't rob the till, you, know, you were in pretty good shape. Uh, but going back to, to my main point, which is if you, if you want to give these folks a raise and, you know, boost their, their salary, it's important for you to remember the minimum wage was not made for people to live off of. It was just a starting salary, you know, for high school students and retirees. You know, if uh, I hate to be the bad guy here on the bearer of bad news, but if you're, you know, 35 years old and still making minimum wage, the problem is not the minimum wage. The problem is probably you. I mean, that's just a... So just the fact of life, and at the end of the day, we're only talking about, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, about less than three percent of the population, you know, that's making minimum wage. So the other ninety-seven percent of us are apparently doing something right. Okay, Let, uh, you, do, but wait a minute. First of all, there are people. You know, I, I was once told this story. There are two guys who go and work in the mailroom at a big major corporation. Oh, excuse me, three guys. Excuse me. One of them becomes president of the corporation. One of them becomes president of the mailroom. And one of them just keeps doing what he's doing in the mailroom and, you know, retires with his pension or 401k or whatever and is just as happy, perhaps, as the other two. Not everyone aspires to be the manager. Not everyone is. Some some people are very happy. Let me tell you, as somebody who has a career and has overloaded most days of her life, uh, speaking for myself, you know, there are people I, that I know that don't have a career. They have a job. It's very nine to five. And, you know, there is a glass ceiling for them. And they know with more education or, you know, putting in more hours, they, you know, could could go higher. But there, there are those people uh, that want, you know, some of those uh, women, you know, with children, which is a full-time job as well, that really do want to just work those three days a week or just want to work that nine to five in that position. You know, look, have you ever talked to, and I have, uh, my my nanny's mother, for example, she is a part-time cashier at the supermarket. She's worked there forever. It's like a family. She loves what she does. She loves her customers, and she gets very, very minimal raises, and she's okay with that. She makes enough to live, and she's happy. And I think that's uh, the, the case for you know uh, many uh, who are in uh, lower uh, wage uh, positions. I think we look at everybody in lower wage positions as you know, kids coming out of high school or, you know, in college or out of college looking for a step up. That's not the case for everyone, Abdul. But, and I agree with you because my mother-in-law is in that same boat uh, as a lady you just described. But they also realize that, hey, if all I'm doing is just a cashier, you know, at the local big box store, they know that this is a salary you're going to get. And if you want more, you're going to have to, you know, bring something else to the table. But if you're happy with that because that's what you want to do, and, you know, I'm, I believe in free markets and God love you, God bless America, but you can't complain about the salary that you get. I, you know, I don't agree. I, I think it's okay to say, you know, look, minimum wage wasn't always on a federal level, you know, seven something an hour. 
I, I mean, seriously, you know, a bag of potato chips, maybe at one time was 10 cents. Things change. Things increase. Um, our housing increases. Our taxes increase. Uh, the cost of our, our goods and our living does. Why shouldn't what we make to pay for that living and those goods increase as well? I have no problem with indexing the minimum wage to inflation, which would get you in certain places about maybe you know, that 9 10 bucks an hour had it stayed, had you stayed along with inflation. But at the same time, though, we've also seen some deflationary pressures as well. I want to say uh, not too far in the state of Colorado, uh, they actually lowered their minimum wage because actually when they did the cost of living index, and the, you know, they did all the prices, actually dropped a couple percentage points. And then everybody got mad and upset, like, wait a second, we're keeping it up with, with inflation. Like I said, fundamentally for me, it's this. If you want to make more than minimum wage, you just got to have more than minimum wage skills. That's just a good old fact of life. Okay. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for that. Anything else, Abdul, before I let you go? We disagree here. Oh, well, but you know what? That's the cool thing about America. We can disagree and be civil, and I still enjoy your program. Oh, and I appreciate that. And I'm sure there's something we agree on, and if not, we'll find it. Thanks, Abdul. I appreciate it. <laughs> okay. take care. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Dave in Hobart County is on line one. Hey, Dave, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. Well, Leslie, I, of course, I do feel that people who work for a living should and are entitled to earn a livable wage. I think, to me, the variable is that... Uh, we see these giant greed-driven corporations where we have the Hallibur- the Walton family. The owners there, they make $8, 9000000000 billion a year, and they say, we can't afford to pay our employees more money. We can't afford to pay for health insurance and such. And there's the problem, because I can see a struggling little mom-and-pop store where their major overhead is the wages they have to pay to the help, and maybe they really can't afford to pay much more than they do. And that, in some way, we have to look at this variable and see it clearly and make the adjustment because the extreme wealth is not justified. There's now no way that they're worth several hundred times the people they're employing to be, you know, even if they're sweeping up and cooking the food and such. They're entitled to a decent wage. That's my view on it. I think, you know, in our country now, we want to think of it as a democracy where we elect the people that will represent our interests. But I think we're getting stuck more often with people who only represent the interests of these multimillionaire, billionaire types who they feel own them, have paid for them, and the struggling working person can't afford to own a bureaucrat, an elected official. So that's why we're seeing this so much such an inequity, and they want to make it worse and worse and worse. Everywhere I hear it is take a little bit more from the poor and give a little more to the very rich. All right. Thank you. Uh, uh, th- thank you from that. And, uh, you know, I, I don't even think this is a case of Robin Hood, although I do agree with the principle of Robin Hood, which is, you know, stealing from the rich. You know, this isn't stealing. I think this is, you know, fair and, you know, about leveling the playing field. Thank you for your call there, Dave in Humboldt County. Uh, Let's go to line two in New Mexico with Zachary. Hey, Zachary, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining. So what do you think about what Los Angeles is doing and has done in the past 24 hours with the city council voting 14 to 1 to increase the minimum wage from 9 to $15 an hour for lower income positions? Oh, I think think that's, 
I think that's great. I think it's something we need to see uh, across the country. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people who thinks that um, the, the minimum wage is just another part of that basic baseline social safety net. Um, you know, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, as many as, <clears throat> as many people are, are accused of being who support the minimum wage, I don't support any kind of, you know, communism. I don't support this idea that everyone should be paid equally. You know, that, that's just taking it to, to an extreme. But I, I, I do think that, that the minimum wage is part of this essential safety net to honestly protect us from uh, to protect us from one another. I mean, the, the capitalist system, you can say what you want about it, that's a whole other argument, but, um, you know, there, we, we have to strike the balance between allowing businesses enough room to, to innovate and be creative and have competition, but not, you know, uh, strangle their, their workers and squeeze pennies out of people uh, to the extent that we've that we've seen without it, um, I think that one of your previous callers who was talking about, well, if you want to earn more than minimum wage, you need to get, get yourselves the skills to get to that point. And wow, is there a whole boatload of uh, <laughs> of specious arguments built up in there? Because you know you have so many people who who may be inclined to do that, but. You know, even with the very few government programs we have to support people getting into higher education or getting into um, job training stuff, for for most of us on the streets who are just trying to make it day by day, the, the thought of extending yourself even just a little bit further in in taking on more loans or taking whatever courses, that's just that's too much. Well, I, I want to address something that you're talking about. Yeah, one of one of the complaints, especially about people who oppose, and by the way, uh, the increase of minimum wage is largely supported by Americans who classify themselves or identify themselves as Democrats and Republicans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those, uh, you know, ma- mostly Republicans, pro-capitalism, pro-big corporation, pro-smaller government, should be happy about this because mm-hmm. if you have a, you know, how many employees right now are on food stamps? Um, because what they're making or have been making at a Mickey Diesel Walmart, as an example, hasn't been enough to put food uh, on the table for because pe- not everybody is, you know, educated. Um, so, you know, increasing a minimum wage can take people off some of these quote entitlement programs, as Republicans are saying. So this is you know you should you should see people jumping in the street and having great bipartisan support for a move like this that Los Angeles and other cities have made. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, the the only halfway legitimate argument I'm hearing against it is for people who are talking about small to medium-sized businesses. And it's true. There may be a few small to medium-sized businesses that may have to do some reorganization, may have to redo their business plans a little bit because they, they can't quite operate like this. But frankly, if you if you can't operate under a situation where you're actually paying people enough for them to live, well, then that's, that's on you. Your business model is bad. Um, you know, this, this, is, this is the whole thing. It's, it's exactly what you're talking about, where without, without this social safety net, even the most bare minimum of social safety nets, you, you, will, you have and will have people who are 
working as hard as they can, but still cannot make ends meet no matter... And, and honestly, $15 an hour doesn't you know, cut it in a city like Los Angeles for, for, yep. for many, uh, certainly not in a city like San Francisco. I pers- I've lived in San Francisco. I've lived in Chicago. I've never lived in Seattle. I was briefly there, job interviewed, and you know, stayed for a week. Didn't get the job. Do you know who did, by the way? Do you, got, do you remember a woman named Suzanne Powder? She was like this blonde chick. She kind of looked like a female version of Billy Idol. She used to be really fat. She lost a lot of weight, and she was into that health thing and doing everything oh. fat-free. Um, yeah, well, that, she got the, the job, but she's, she, you know, where is she now, right? Uh, I am here. I am here. Where is she now? But anyway, uh, that aside, I digress. When you have cities um, with uh, the cost of living uh, that, you know, a city, and like I said, I've lived in San Francisco and Los Angeles. I think San Francisco's rents are even higher. I know what the, the numbers say, but God, um, you know, because, I, you know, when I lived there, it was just astronomical. Uh, the rents, and I was a renter, you know, at that time when I lived there. But, you know, if it, $10, $15 an hour, $15 an hour is not enough to cut it in some of these cities, the New Yorks, the well, San Francisco's, the L.A.'s. Well, and and you had that guy talking before about, well, you know, if you adjust for, for new cost of living and inflation, you know, it should be 10 bucks an hour or whatever. But I, I'm sorry, that's that's complete bull. Like, to, to take all this into account. Do, do you think, do, no, 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 I'm glad that you brought that up, too. Before we take a break, and, you know, I'll let you finish up your comments. Do you yeah. think we should have a federal minimum wage? I mean, for federal jobs, yes. But I'm just saying that should this be decided city by city, county by county, state by state, simply because the cost of living in Boise, Idaho, is very different than the cost of living in New York City? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you have different cost of living everywhere and uh, different um, di- different needs. And I mean, you know, part of going back to what, what the other fellow was saying about taking into account all this stuff, well, you have to take into account inflation and cost of living, not just cost of living as in, you know, how much more expensive is a gallon of milk. You're having to take into account the whole thing. I mean, even, even people who are on the, the lower rungs of the of the ladder as it were in, in the corporate scheme of things even those people are are needing internet access they're 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 getting their own business accounts and they're needing emails they're needing this connectivity so you know and but but all of these measurements all these metrics aren't aren't counting things like that where internet is is considered a luxury transportation is considered a luxury even though in most of our cities our public transportation systems are crap so, you know, there's, there's a lot more to take into account than simply, you know, the, the cost of milk and eggs and gasoline and these, these basic raw things that we need. You, you need a, a bigger picture of the whole thing. I agree, and, and, you've, and, painted, and, and you've painted uh, some of that quite well. Thank you for your call. Call me again, would you? Of course, we'll do it. I appreciate it. We will be back. Quick break. I'm Leslie Marshall. You want to join us one more segment in this hour. What do you think about increasing the minimum wage to $15 an hour? Los Angeles did it. Other cities, Seattle, San Francisco, Chicago have done it. Should the more expensive, higher cost of living cities follow suit? What city are you living in? And do you thumbs up this move by Los Angeles? 888-6LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Leslie Marshall, real people, real life, real talk. Give her a call now at 888-6-LESLIE.
we're back. We are talking minimum wage, the increase in Los Angeles yesterday by a vote of 14 to 1, increased 9 to $15 an hour. This will be a sliding scale over five years. What's your take on this, and will it have a domino effect? We've seen it done in cities like Seattle, San Francisco, and Chicago. Uh, will your city be next, and would you want it to be? Let's go to Patty in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Line 5. Hey, Patty, how you doing? Hey, Leslie. Um, everybody always talks about the, the uh, poor employer who has to kick out, you know, extra money and, oh, he's just going to go broke and he's going to have to go out of business. Nobody ever says that the next 100 to 200 people that walk in his door are also going to have extra money in their pocket to spend. So unless a company has, you know, more employees than they have customers, uh, the money's going to trickle out into the economy. An economy is money moving around, not sitting in a bank account offshore. Wow, that's very, uh, you know, that's very, very true. And if you're making $9 an hour, now you're making 15 and you didn't have that money for those extras, and you do, you're putting money back into the economy and, like you said, not buying bonds in Turkey. Yeah, right. And, and you know, people putting money back into the economy, they'll be able to maybe hire a babysitter. The babysitter gets money. Maybe be able to go to a movie or go out to dinner. You know, the people, the the babysitter will be able to get things done. I mean, the economy is money moving around, and it's, it's, you know, you can hire somebody to mow your lawn, then that person will be able to get their dog groomed, and the other person, the dog groomers will be able to maybe afford to put a deck out in back of their place, which will hire contractors, and you can hire plumbers and mechanics. And, I mean, it's not saying that... You know, I mean, it's a trickle around theory, and it's just you can't you can't just look at the poor employer who's got to shell out an extra five bucks for his employee. It doesn't work like that. All right, thank you, uh, Patty. Anything else? Not at the moment. All right. Thank you, Patty, for your call there in Fort Lauderdale in Florida. Uh, I'm Leslie Marshall, and uh, we want to hear from you. I know some of you can't call, so you tweet. Uh, David says, by 2020, $15 an hour will be meaningless. Greed and inflation will kill it. Well, unfortunately, you might be right, David. Cynthia says, how do these unskilled merit $15 with zero experience? At the end of the day, they take home more than the business small uh, business owner. Wait a minute, Cynthia. You're assuming these people don't have experience. If you've been working in a lower income position at nine bucks an hour, you know, the minimum wage just under eight for years, isn't that experience in itself? Another tweets calculate the amount of money it takes just to open your doors each day, then consider the increase for unskilled labor. Um, again, why are you assuming it's unskilled? Uh, another tweets if this were imposed in Texas, sadly, where I live, I would go out of business. Well, um, Texas is very different than California, very different economy, and very different political dynamic. Uh, let's see if you can do it in less than 60 seconds. Mike in Chicago. Mike, quickly, in a sentence, my dear. Leslie, I've been tweeting a, a couple of things to you, but two, two points, I, I think. The last caller or caller a while ago described trickle-down economics. And so I guess, you know, liberals, trickle-down economics only works if you're making 15 dollars an hour doesn't work if you're making 10 million dollars an hour or a year uh, supposedly and if this had any effect at all why did barack obama wait uh, six years to even bring it up well actually um that's a valid question i would say he had some other things isis and whatnot on his plate thank you for the call mike and you did do it within the time frame good